welcome to the Unestablished Podcast, a podcast about the unexplained shenanigans of adulthood. Adulthood is challenging, but with a little wine and an unfiltered conversation, we'll get through this together. Each week, we will discuss the perceptions of what it means to live the brokerage lifestyle as an unestablished adult. Living the brokerage is not just about monetary assets. That levels of this shit. Now, here are your hosts, Constance, Jawanda, and Monique. Hey, guys. Welcome back for another episode. Hey, y'all. Hey, friends. Here. <laughs> <laughs> and this is a very special episode for us. We're all together in one location. Yes. yes. In one room again. Okay, I won't go that far. Okay. <laughs> So, in addition to us all being in one location, we also have a special guest with us today. We have Kennard Lipson. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to make it through. I'm Do it. Double, yeah, you got Double cupped over here. <laughs> yes, double cup love. You got a double fisted. Sometimes the weekend calls for a double fisted yes, situation. Absolutely. Yeah, this is definitely a double fisted weekend. Uh, right we're keeping you booked and busy facts okay just be available tomorrow it's all good okay i'll recover by then okay good that's all we need i mean if not i don't know you don't you don't have a representative or anybody else yeah they all busy (laughs) it's just you well today um we want to talk about uh work-life balance and social capital um, but before we do that, let's get into the wine of the week. So today, we ran it back. Since this is a epic episode for us, why not rewind to something that's an oldie but goodie? We went into the white Merlot. Oh, God, I love this wine. <laughs> no complaints at all. You're on like your third glass, right? Something like that. I don't know. I would count. <laughs> Who's counting? Not me. Facts. We got the 1.75 liter for a reason. Right. Yeah, it's been holding everybody down all night, surprisingly. And we still good. And we still yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, it's popping. For it's five dollars at that. That's it. Five or six. Well, yeah. the the 1.75 is about eleven dollars. Yeah. Oh, okay. But if you get the 750 bottle, it's about five six dollars. Yeah. Behringer brand, you recommend. Absolutely. 10 out of 10, we'll recommend. Yes. And drink again. No complaints. Hey. Okay. <laughs> oh, Canard's glass is empty. Right. Okay. And he don't even drink wine. At all. We put him on. <laughs> okay. So if we got him. What's your ranking? What you give it? Out of 10. Out of 10? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's about 12. What? <laughs> <laughs> Going oh above and beyond. I don't drink wine, so if I like it, then it's it's pretty good. So. And that yeah, was okay. your second glass, right? Yeah, I don't know. For the night. At this point, I... Oh, <laughs> we'll take that as yeah. a win. Yes, winners. Okay, we know our people. Mm. If you said you like this and you like that, we will come together, congregate, huddle, mm-hmm. and come back <laughs> with some results. Okay, you have it here, folks. <laughs> we got results for you. So, you know, maybe we could come up with an app. Oh. Hey. Let's match your taste to your wine. Yes. Oh. Okay, don't steal that. Do you like a questionnaire? We, we that. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that, edit that shit out. Edit it all the way out. Mm-hmm. All right, 
uh, is Kanar going to do his own intro or Mo, are you intro? Do you want to do the honor, sir, or I can try to hold you down? Yeah, hold me down, please. Oh. <laughs> Kanar Lipson is a uh, friend of ours. Yes. He is also the host of Creators Trap Podcast. He is a photographer. He's a uh, full-time employee. <laughs> like, exactly. Holding down that nine to five. And um, don't you do videography too? Yes. Yeah. Ooh. He just recently um, posted a wedding. Nice. So Ooh. he does Didn't all things. talk about it from the standpoint of podcasting in our in that community okay. have you used social capital for your podcast or for networking so um i'm guessing that's more like uh people just networking get to know each other stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah um i guess when i started mine i reached out to you know monique and she helped me out a lot and you guys too that this podcasting thing is not easy at all so i think that being able to reach out to people that are already in it made it a little bit more easier for me because um, I always feel that, you know, you're going to make mistakes, whatever you do. But if you can talk to somebody that already been through it and then talk with them, learn what they made the mistakes instead of making 10 mistakes, I can just make maybe like five or six. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an important part of, um, what do you say, social Social, Social capital. capital. Social capital, yeah. Being yeah. able to network and then learn from others so you don't make the same mistakes and or or really just make less mistakes so you can be good at what you do. Hey. But they say an ounce of experience worth more than a pint of advice. So in your case that would kind of be the opposite. I would say Maybe about this. It, it's probably about the same. An ounce for an ounce. Yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I mean, experience definitely would teach you a lot of stuff that advice just cannot teach you. Right. But That's on true. the other hand, advice can keep you away from a lot of things you might not know. Facts. Yeah. That's so true. I think it might go hand in hand. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. When you first reached out, you <laughs> you was like, I got this idea. Uh, listen to my first episode, yeah. my first trailer. <laughs> Let me know what you think. And I like felt so bad because I feel like I chewed him up oh. and spit him back in a text message like yo this 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 and this you need to fix and he was like okay good and I was like okay who he took that well yeah, it's all about being able to take good criticism especially yeah, right. from people that you know are well versed in what they are doing because mm-hmm. I feel like if it was just like a random person oh, you don't know what you're talking about right but because it was y'all then okay I can I can take that yeah I feel like 
still don't mean shit. <laughs> just winging this every week. But I mean, better and better, I think. Yeah, I think definitely think for me that um, as time went on, it got easier mm-hmm. because I wasn't used to being able to do this at all. I was always used to being behind the camera, but when you're in front of, it's a different story. And then when you press the red button, it's like, what I'm, what I'm supposed to say. <laughs> but yeah, yes, I, I was like, Kanara, look up. Like, <laughs> you turn the camera on, but you're not looking at it. Exactly. I was reading the paper the whole time. But yeah, like, so after a while, you get used to it. So I think that's what really. So what made you want to press the red button on and put it on yourself? What made me want to do that? Um, I think it really was because, you know, being in the, I guess you guys know, being in the content creation space, it's not as easy as people think it might be mm-hmm. to, like, put a video together and make sure it makes sense and then make sure it's interesting for people to want to watch it and then put it out for people to see it and hope that they like it. So, I mean, being in this space is kind of, it's a difficult thing that I think people don't really understand. And then what I always like to do is like when I'm in those times where I feel like um, I'm trying to figure it out or I might have like a like brain fog of like, I can't think of any ideas. I like to listen to other people mm-hmm. because I feel like, you know, when you listen to other people that can like spark this type of idea of doing something new. And then that's really what, Maybe want to start the podcast and then listening to y'all maybe want to do it too. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I knew it wasn't going to be easy, but I said it's something I want to do. And then once I started it, it just morphed into something that was, I don't know if it was the same for y'all, but it morphed into something that I didn't expect was going to happen Yeah, because you, you start to enjoy talking to people and then you find out, okay, what they're going through is the same thing that I'm going through. So it makes it, I guess a little more durable to be able to say, okay, this is hard right now, but seeing that what they did and they went through and where they're at, I just have to keep going and then I'll get there eventually. Hashtag yeah. perseverance. There you go. <laughs> Word of the day. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, okay. So we talked about social capitalism, the definition. I was just nosy. I wanted I don't think that's one of our but you know. <laughs> um, do you use any of your tools to create bonds between acquaintances um and building capital with them? Like do you use your I guess your nine to five in order to work your I guess side hustle or content? Yeah, I mean, like they always like I guess like a lot of people say, you use a nine to five to build your dream till it happens. Mm-hmm. And um that's definitely the process I'm in right now. <laughs> but um, I think the nine to five definitely helped because I feel even because I do this for a, for my career. So I think that if I didn't have that aspect of knowing or at least doing this for a career, then I would not be able to prosper in this space without that. So I think my career helped me in essence, ease into this pretty easily because um, I felt like when I started my, things that concerned me were not typical of what concerned a lot of people with starting podcasts because I feel that, you know, the cameras and stuff, I had that all, I was good with all that and then making like graphics and all that. But what I had to learn or get familiar with was doing this side of it. Mm. 
So I think that was like the opposite of what a lot of people that get into podcasting might say, like there are things that they have to learn. Because was that the same for y'all? Like this part might have been hard for y'all, but this part was easy. Like just talking. It was trying to contain the conversation. Because like we can just talk for hours and hours and we're like, wait, okay. First of all, somebody has to edit this. (laughs) (laughs) And then are we even on topic anymore? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because yeah, we're we're good for going off topic, mm-hmm. and we so. might do it in this episode. Y'all just stay along for the right. ride. Next, <laughs> ain't no telling. I know. I thought that this would be the perfect um, topic for you because I remember you mentioning that you um, made connections with people in your workplace that you mm-hmm. were bringing over as guests on the podcast, and I felt like that was definitely one of the tools that you use for your like social capital as far as like. A benefit from your social network yeah so i think it's important for people to please do not burn bridges with people because you never know who you will need or who can be a benefit to you i guess in the future and um i get i think that's what a lot of what helped me you know find guests you know people that i met in college you know still maintaining that connection and then you reach out to them like hey i'm doing this do you mind coming on and then because you have that great rapport with them they without hesitate just say yes just let me know when to be there and that is like the best answer I can ever get when asking a guest so I think that that's important especially on the work side um when you you know meeting people that you be able to build that connection with them and then be able to tell them that okay I'm doing this do you mind just helping yeah but I think also too is that don't feel like you have to or that you're pressuring them to do it. But just like say, would you mind doing it? You don't have to, but I would love for you to do it because sometimes I think people can be like, I need you. Can you be on the please? <laughs> right. Please get on my no, show. No, that's right. how we feel deep down. Yeah. But it was right. just like, yeah, I just got to ease it on to them and say, can yes. you, I would love for you to be, you got to dress it up nice for you. Yeah. 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 It's almost like courting. Yeah, I'm always following people and vetting them. Then I bring them to the girls and I'm just like, okay, so I watched this person on Instagram for six months. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be a great fit. They've been consistent. I think they'll vibe with y'all. Let's put them on the docket as a guest. And it's been working. Yeah. 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 I would say, yeah. Yeah. So you got to give them that look like, can you be on my show? No, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of times, like, we're trying to formulate an invite. I feel like we got to have background information about who we're bringing on and what purpose are we bringing them because we're mm-hmm. telling them, hey, this is what we need from you and we feel like you're an expert in this. Mm-hmm. So come bring your value to us because we want to share your expertise. Yeah. I think that's another reason we say, yeah, because you know, <laughs> they're like, oh, they want to hear from me? Yeah. Because I know about this? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me go teach these people. But. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing I've learned through life is that people love talk and they especially yes. a love to talk about uh, themselves, themselves. <laughs> so, <laughs> right so if you're interested in a person and it's about themselves nine times out of ten they're willing to come on yeah. i mean especially you got to be legit yeah you can't just be you like I, what you're I got this situation going on <laughs> and i would love to for you to be a part of it but like nine times out of ten they will definitely want you to be a part of it mm-hmm. and they'll do it for free Nobody, nobody ever asked us. Oh, well, here's my payment information. Like, oh, that's okay, girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's how many billions of people out here right. for free? Yeah, no. yeah. I'll let you know. Right. 
We could bring our aunts on and have a conversation. <laughs> yes. I mean, it'd be just as fine. <laughs> For free. The audio may not be that great. Because, you know, the older people, how they be with the technology. <laughs> I'd have to, we'd have to have another sponsor there to help them navigate through. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe I saw that you, like, drove to, like, Virginia Beach for, like, an interview. Is that right? This is going to be an interesting story. <laughs> oh, we love a good story we time. Share. Yes. So, I took the train. Okay. Getting there, it was... So... If you haven't took the train before, you have to make sure you have nothing else to do the rest of that day. Because <laughs> it's going to take you all day to get there. So okay. getting there, I left at like 10. I didn't get there till 8. Ooh. So that's why I'm saying you have to make sure you have nothing else. You don't have no obligation. You don't have to be there at a certain time. You just have all day to just do whatever you want to do. And you left South Carolina. And it took at 10. You should have drove. What happened to drive? <laughs> So I'm the type of person I do not like to drive. <laughs> so if it's like my max is my maybe like three hours. Really? Like if I'm by myself, I like to take naps. I like to just sit there and just look out the window. I can't do that drive by myself. Sir. I'm an idiot. But um, if I have to, but I mean, I look at the train because the flight, it was like, I'm not paying that much. Yeah. Flights are crazy right now. Yeah, that is so. not in the in the budget. Yeah, so I just did the training. It wasn't that much. So um, I did that, went there, recorded the episode, um, left on Friday, did it on Saturday, and I was supposed to come back on Sunday. So we left 10 o'clock Sunday morning from Virginia Beach. 20 minutes into the train ride. Oh, side note, we you travel to Richmond, and then you do a transfer there, and then you just take the train back mm-hmm. here. So we got to, we were um, left Virginia Beach, 15 minutes. You feel like this little bump. I'm like, oh, we on the track. We might have just going over something. You start slowing down. I said, oh, oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> then they come on the intercom and say, out of all things we could have done on the train, we hit a tree. What? Out of all things. <laughs> what? <laughs> not a car, not nothing else, a tree. So when we hit the tree, it somehow didn't something on the front of the train. I don't even know what they were talking about. So we were just literally just sitting there for hours oh. until the train people could come and try to fix the little piece, whatever bent on the thing. So they got there, whatever they was doing wasn't working. And then um, they got like a blowtorch, try to take the piece off. They blew up the blowtorch. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> So I was like, at this point, just, just give me a hotel room. Just give me a car. I just, I just Uber back home. <laughs> so the blowtorch blew up. So we just sitting there. At this time, we were supposed to be in Richmond. So by that time, I said, all right, I'm not making this next drink. So I don't know what about to go on, what's about to happen. So at the end, at the end of it, we just end up going from Newport News. To Richmond at like 15 miles per hour the whole time. Oh my goodness. So instead of it being like a 45 minute thing, it turned into like two hours or something like that. So we get to Richmond and I already knew the train that I was supposed to get on already left. So I was like, um, excuse me, sir. <laughs> I don't know what's about to happen, but I got to get on this train back. <laughs> and it's already gone. So what's, what am I supposed to do? He said, well, you have one or two options. 
I said, okay, I'm listening. He said, you can go back to Newport News. I said, the risk trying to get back here, I'm not going to do that. Mm. He said, or you can go to D.C., stay a night, and then just come back down the next day. Well, so I thought, are y'all paying for this hotel? Correct. (laughs) And they said, yeah, we got you. I said, all right, we'll see. So I went to D.C., and we got there at like maybe like 5 o'clock, and then it took them literally four hours just to book a hotel that was like right next door. (laughs) Stars. And then after that, um, they said they were going to pay for the food. So I went, got the receipt for the food, brought it back. They said, yeah, just call the number. That ain't work. So I just said, okay, never mind. (laughs) And then got to the hotel, waited to the slip, did all that, got up the next night, just got on the train to come back. And after that, I will say I'm never taking the train again. Okay. I will take that drive. The things you go through <laughs> for a podcast, <laughs> for an episode. So Whoa. that was my podcasting journey experience for Dang. the season. Just to establish <laughs> a network, like goodness. But it didn't reflect that on that reel. Yeah, right. it looked fun, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. That reel looked legit. I was yeah. like, oh, shit. I was posting it mad. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, it was it was not as pleasant as it was. Oh, looked. so you out here flexing and lying <laughs> to the people. <laughs> it was Sometimes you have to do that, though. To see but the good yeah. situation. I mean, yeah, just keep some of the scene behind the scene. Yeah, so know. I said. Um, just took it away. I told my cousin, said, I was so mad. I said, I'm just about to find a plain uh, little plain footage and just put that on there and make it seem like I flew because I don't want to take the train no more. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was that was an interesting trip. Mm. Goodness. Nothing Jeez. to say, but mm. Right. Yes. I remember <laughs> as a kid, like I was in middle school, like this was like back in the day, y'all. So my family would put me on a train to go from South Carolina to New Jersey. And I've never experienced what you experienced of like having like <laughs> issues on a train. But can you just imagine like a twelve year old like sitting on a like, no, on terrifying. the train for hours? Yeah. But they would just put me on there and that was like a twelve hour like train ride. Yeah. And then they would stop in like Philly. So you had to like sit there. It was a mess. Yeah. So having that in addition to <laughs> whatever else they do, that sounds horrible. Um, and if you ride the train, please make sure you have nothing else to do that day. Yeah, it's only like six hours. <laughs> or for the next couple of days, just in case. Oh my God. Yeah, that's like a, maybe like a six hour drive. I'm going to need to take that drive next I'm going to do better. Yes. <laughs> go early. Early you go, the better. But I did make friends. I met Mr. Charles. Shout out to Mr. Charles. Nice. <laughs> okay. Oh man, he saved me a seat next to him and sat and talked the whole time. Oh, <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> what said, did he oh, talk about? Everything, like kids, <laughs> work, in my day. retirement, everything. Oh, heavens. But oh. Mr. Charles, he was cool. He had a cool yeah. friend on the train. Right. And he saved you a seat. Yeah. Right. <laughs> he had plans for you, friend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I met this young man yeah. on the train. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Mr. Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Did you... <laughs> Did you share contacts with him? Yes. <laughs> you know he just sit there that whole time and not exchange some sort of information. Oh, you should break him on the podcast. Ooh. No. Does Mr. Charles text? Yes. 
Oh. Long yeah. paragraphs. <laughs> this story just keeps getting worse and worse. <laughs> it's better and better for me. I'm I enjoying it. The crazy thing is, he asked me about graphic stuff, so that's mm. what led to that. And he's a very he emails too, so that. Oh, good God! Y'all, y'all shared Dang, everything. You got all the things. How, how old is Mr. Charles? Dare I ask? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like. Okay, 60. So he, he passed 60 because he, he retired. He, passed, yeah, he walked kind of slow, so he passed 60. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, he, yeah, he, he, yeah. Oh, Mr. Trump. <laughs> you got the, he got the cell phone number, the yeah. email address. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Several points both. of contact <laughs> that he's required on this long ass train ride. <laughs> right. Yeah, so I shout would, out I to you, Mr. Charles, yes. if you're watching this. <laughs> Mr. Charles probably do talk the text to send those messages oh to you. Gosh. Make sure you get them. Well, all of your debacle in <laughs> getting to try and network for a podcast. I mean, that that was a whole thing, but yeah. like going between just being solely behind the keyboard or, you know, at work, which one do you feel like? I think work is work is probably be the hardest one because you know when it's your podcast you can do whatever you want to do, mm-hmm. but when it's work you can't um, necessarily say what you want to say. It has to be tailored to whoever you work for or whatever company that you work for. So you can't really say what you want to say or address how you want to dress. Yeah, right. But um, with the podcast you can. Do what you want to do when you want to do it. I can post at nine o'clock. I can post at ten o'clock whenever I want to. But with um work, it's more of a certain time type of thing. So I think that I think work is probably the more difficult one as far as like. I guess I meant like more so with it, with the aspect of networking itself. Oh, with networking. Yeah. So do you feel like that's oh. easier or harder? Uh, like just behind the people. Or just kind of reaching out to people via the computer, or is it harder doing it face to face? I feel like, me personally, I think keyboarding is networking that way is harder because I, you know, I like to talk to people. I like to see people face to face. You can't really put your emotions in an email and make them want to, you know, talk to you more, or do anything like that. But um, yeah, I think through email and stuff like keyboarding, that's definitely the hardest one especially if you um i mean i guess it depends but me personally i like talking to people being able to let them see my emotions and know what i'm talking about i'm the opposite right i was joined i'm behind the scenes okay (laughs) if i want to contact you via a message (laughs) of some sort because i don't want to talk i want to just type what i need to say and let you respond now there are times I will say I don't know if everybody's like this. Well, I'll be like I don't want to talk to nobody right now. Oh yeah, I'll yeah, just, I'll just sure. send you a message. Absolutely, <laughs> right. but that's even me. that's hard. One hundred percent of the time, might even be a little <laughs> fancy and send you an audio message. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I like those because I like to respond back to the audio messages because you can definitely hear how I'm feeling. In the audio <laughs> no misconception like a right. text message. Uh-uh. You read your, all your emotions in right. audio message. And when you get real deep into it, sometimes it end up being almost a minute. You be like, "Dang, that was a long message." And then you have something else to add. I forgot to add this. Yeah, say it again. You got to say more. 
You sent another one. You sent another audio message behind. Five seconds. Like I forgot to say this part, but I got to send it. So, do you? So the reflection of the views of others. There's like a thing on like um, TV shows. It'd be mm-hmm. like this, whatever does not reflect the nation or something. <laughs> <laughs> so the people that you have on your podcast, do you? If you interview them and you be like, okay, this is not good for my brand or this is not how I view things, do you decide to, like, not have them on? Or do you say, okay, their view is different from mine, but I'm going to still put it out there? Um, Well, for me, with my, I can be very picky. So I'm very particular, I guess, in who I'll invite on. Because for the most part, at least it has to be somebody that I like what they're doing. So you're not gonna debate? Not really. So you don't like the art? <laughs> <laughs> no. So yeah. So like, I mean, for the most part, people that I am, I will invite, um, typically, are already like what they're doing, and then for me, that makes the conversation more enjoyable than somebody that does something I really don't know about, and then I probably might not like it either. Yeah. But I might just invite them just to have them on. So that to me, it won't it won't spark a good conversation if it's something that I really don't care for. I guess if that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it'll definitely yeah. show on the mic. You cannot yeah. hide your feelings. Facts. Yeah, so I'll probably be like, uh, "Okay, next question." Right. <laughs> that's it for today. So yeah, but um, people that I either enjoy what they do or like what they do. I mean, some people like to debate. Some people like to have like opposition, mm-hmm. so they can just be like, uh, "This is how I feel," or whatever. So I just wondered if you would ever have somebody that has different views from you. I mean, I think I'll be open to it, and I think um, I guess it wouldn't show unless it's like a particular type of question. Because I mean, everybody's different, but. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it probably just depends on like a conversation, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that because I mean, I mean, we do have people who may not think exactly the same way, but I think it's all about how you approach that question too, yeah. or how you approach the person. So it may be like, do you really want to know what their opinion is? And there's a way to ask a question to get what you need to know, and not all that extra stuff. Mm-hmm. So it may not seem as uninteresting. <laughs> and you know that's me and Mo. Mo, me and Mo will sit there and just be like, mm, okay. And Constance would be like, well, let me more about that. I mean, right. like, <laughs> I was trying to something. That is definitely her trying to salvage a relationship. I'm trying. I'm just like, yeah, this is dead. This is over. <laughs> there is nothing that we can gain from this. If anything, we're going to take something away that is not beneficial to us, and that is not what we. And that is Mo, and I just be like, I ain't got nothing else to say. So I mean, yeah, Jawan just sit there and start getting quiet, and I'm right. Like, so, <laughs> and you're supposed to be the driver of this conversation. How you just gonna fall all the way back to third gear and leave us hanging? Just be glad I didn't go along with him. That's what I'm supposed to do. You know, all the times I had to savage the conversation, I'd be like, all right, so this is the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining. I mean, just be glad I didn't pick up my phone and start scrolling. And you and you have done that. You have two times. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you have. You have. I'm the same way.
stood out, get quiet, and just. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my gosh! I know this is off topic, but like, um, I know we've been talking about like social capital and the aspect of you know networking for podcasting. But what about like when you're dating somebody and the conversation just gets awkward, or you're just sitting there at dinner like, damn. <laughs> All right, so. Yeah. Right. <laughs> this is not happening again. Right. I feel like social capital plays a part into a lot of different aspects of our lives, whether it's professional or like in the people that you know. Um, How do you not burn that bridge? Right. <laughs> the bridge of, of dating somebody, you be like, well, this is not, we're not going to do this again. Yeah. This wasn't enjoyable. I don't know, because I just stopped talking to them. I just ghost the hell out of yeah, them. Yeah, you ghost. I'm a terrible ghost. I don't want to deal with that. I don't. I don't want to tell you how I felt. I don't want to explain to you why you don't understand. For real, We're, I'm very avoided. If it's like a bad, yeah, I swear. If it's like a, if it was something that was like just terrible that happened, then yeah, I'll, I'll go to you. But if it's like something that was a little bit understandable, then hey, how you doing every now and then? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just send you some thumbs yeah. up. Make sure you're alive over there. Right? You doing okay? Glad you're doing good. Right. Oh my God. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Like, it's the, oh, how's work? Like, the generic questions. Just send an emoji. Right. <laughs> when I send you this, just know we're good. <laughs> oh, man. So, speaking of relationships, do you let your work determine who you have on your podcast to not interfere with the whole like corporate America versus what you really about outside of work <laughs> I would probably say like yes and no because I'm not going to have just Yeah. 
Some people that are going to get that I'll let you know or not right now. Mo, <laughs> Mo know about that. Speaking of saying yes, let's go commercial. Say yes to this commercial. If you love listening to Unestablished, you can support our podcast by going to the link in our bio and buying a wine. That's right, a wine. Buymeacoffee.com allows listeners like you an easy way to say thanks. Plus, it only takes a minute. Your selflessness will assist in improving software and expanding Unestablished, a podcast made with you in mind. Available every Wednesday on all podcasting platforms. Thank you. Yeah, so like we want y'all to say yes and send us a line because this podcast is not free. Right. <laughs> and these drinks aren't free. Exactly. Okay. And this like, trip was not free. Hell no. Absolutely mm. not. Okay. The only thing that was the only drink that was free so far was me going into the Delta Sky Club. And that shit worked for you. Well, not for you. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Don't you pay an annual fee? Oh, this okay. is true. All right. All right. <laughs> so, but the only, no one thing that was free was uh, Kennard coming through. So, I mean, hey, this yes. is social, social networking. Yes. Yes. Coming through with the free photo shoot. That's not going to be free for you. Pay him his coin. Okay. Absolutely. Like, respectfully. Y'all did not hear the word free just now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's invested capital. That's yeah. giving up your time right now. There we go. This Yeah, so that's the benefits of investing in people and building that trust. Like, mm-hmm. and you may not see the return right then, but man, like there is nothing like knowing you can call somebody and be like, "Yo, I'm in such and such city. I need something. You got me," and they got you. Like, and you don't have to worry about them asking for something in return. Like, I remember. When I had car issues, you know, adulting, and EJ was still here, Jawana was in Virginia, and I was like, "Yo, EJ, where you at? <laughs> My car is down. I need to get to the shop." He was like, "Yo, where you at?" And he came and got me, and then I was like, "Okay, Jawana, I use your man to come pick me up to take me to the garage. I just want you to know." She was like, "He had better pick your ass up because I'm gonna him So you never know, like when you're gonna need somebody in those relationships, like. And it was so funny because me and EJ, first of all, out of respect for my friend, like we we have each other's number, but you don't talk to your your friend, man. Like don't do that shit. No. Um, but in the event of an emergency, I had it, and I yeah. knew he had my back. So like you never know when you're gonna need somebody. So build those contacts, keep them, establish that relationship, nurture that relationship, and it doesn't take much to do that. Like sometimes it's just a. Hit me up on Instagram. Let me know you you see my podcast and you support it. And like acknowledge the work that I'm doing. Not that we need your validation, but it's just nice to know that people that we have already built a, a relationship with value us. Like you recognize the work that we're doing. And we, I think you know for the most part we give that back just as hard as people give it to us. So. Yeah. I think y'all said that on one episode too. Is just the one word, just a emoji. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't be asking for nothing too much. No, no yeah. description, just emotion. Great. Right. Right. Yeah. Just a simple yeah. love. Like I, we, 
uh, hopefully are building what seems to be some sort of capital is like, you know, putting this podcast out for people because it's not just about us. It's about people being able to benefit from this as well. And mm-hmm. hopefully one day you, the same way that you reached out to us and was like, yo, I'm doing this. Can you help me out with people? We want other people to be able to do the same thing. Yeah. And I feel like networking is easier now because of social media. Right. Yeah. I feel like me personally, I'm able to keep in touch with friends who I may not text all the time, mm-hmm. but I'm sending them something from Instagram in their inbox. Who's they sending a real? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's funny, and I be like, "Ooh, I think this person would think it's funny too." I'm sending it to you. I don't know what followers you want to like. What, what should be following? But you find the most good stuff. No, like okay. So wait, sidebar. Okay. <laughs> I saw this um, Instagram comment where the girl was like, I'm tired of buying, um, <laughs> she said, I'm tired of buying, um, baby shower gifts. Y'all knew y'all behind. I was like, do you want to eat this up? This is something she should have sent oh me. God. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Wild. That's the kind of stuff Jawanda be sending us, and I was just shocked I got to it before she did. <laughs> yes, I love the ratchet stuff. The ratchet stuff be the funniest. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's like, who, who told you I was okay to put this up on social media? Right. Yeah, everybody who likes it, girl, including me. Including us. Right. <laughs> we were trying to hide it in the DMs. Meanwhile, we just as fool as everybody else. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes. yes, it's so funny. Gotta have it. Very it makes life fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it's been but days at work and things just you just separate yourself and want to talk to people and you see something foolish like that. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. I just hate people, but I love people. <laughs> yeah, but you can't break that barrier in the workplace though. Like, I feel like I do it every now and then. I like let people see the relaxed part of me, mm-hmm. and then I'm like, oh, I gotta pull that back. Yeah. Like, I don't want you to run up on me and think we about to be like. Down with the get down. No, you're right. not. Mm. Sitting there represented right back up. Right. <laughs> we right on back out. Right. right. I had my supervisor say something to me one day. I was like, uh-uh, don't do that. Because I will grab my purse and leave. Like, <laughs> I don't know which moment you thought was here. But I can show you the other person will be here very shortly. Yes. I am that person. They were like, oh, you want to what's new with you? Nothing. <laughs> Meanwhile, I got a whole podcast that I have with my friends. <laughs> we meet every Sunday and then they'd be like, I'd be like, I gotta go. They'd be like, what you do? I, 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 I gotta go. <laughs> so business, it's mine. I'm leaving because I have to be, we have to meet against at five o'clock. We, I'm leaving. <laughs> Did you say, didn't you say one of your coworkers found out about the podcast? Yes! Like, yes! Or something? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only one that did No. <laughs> Bro. You blocked the people? Well, not blocked them, but I like kept it. Okay. okay, so the thing about me is that for work, period, I will not become friends with you at work until I left that job. Um, so if you try to be friends with me and you find me on social media, whatever kind of way, like you have my number and you know how Facebook and Instagram be like, oh, this number, this contact is on Instagram. They try to, you try to be my friend. Mm-hmm. Block. I have to block them, and because it's public, I can't. You can't be friends with me. Usually, I ignore the friend request or deny it. But because now my page is public, public, I have to block you. So now I have to block you because you found my page. 
So, yeah. So, one of my coworkers was like, oh, I found your page on Instagram. You showed up on people I may know. I didn't know you had a podcast. They, they really just looked your name up. <laughs> <laughs> And, and they were like, oh, I can just hit follow? No, not request. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> and I was like, uh-huh. Yeah, they did it on purpose. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Girl, I didn't want you to know. That's why you didn't know. <laughs> not the voice. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's always, yeah, with the being the most uh, mm-hmm. investigative. And I'm just like, why? Mm-hmm. Just why? Just, you know, yeah. I want to help us out. Yeah. I don't want you to know. Then what if I say something about you one day? You know you, and then that's it. You know. <laughs> now we beefing at work. <laughs> we beefing on social and at work. Now you about to get rid of a hostile work environment. Right. Being <laughs> yeah. a black woman in the workplace. Listen, that's a whole nother episode. Y'all stay tuned. <laughs> WWDB working while black. <laughs> that's when you got to zip that representative back up. I heard your podcast. Okay, I'm staying to being a, a, a listener. Yeah, I appreciate your support. Okay. Has that been your experience? No. Um, oh. Yeah, I mean, so far, everybody likes it, so. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think, like, I had one person listen to the initial episode, but I, that was the imposter episode. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's been any, like, investing since then. So. I mean, at this point, I don't care because, I mean, we got things to talk about, and I can't filter for just one person. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if I only feed you work vibes at work, and you actually, like, take the time to, like, listen to my episodes, that means you just nosy as fuck. Right. <laughs> you do fan behavior. <laughs> but thanks for the click. Right. Right. Thanks for the download. Thanks for the download. Appreciate you. Said, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. Why not? So um being able to meet them and then work with them and then maintain that connection with them, I think that was really like a big experience of talking about social capital. Like meet people you wouldn't have to think never think that you would meet at all. Yeah, like how, how have you nurtured that relationship since then? Like, given that they're celebrity, I know it's a mm-hmm. bit different. You don't want to be like yeah. Yeah. reaching out, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to damage it. Yeah, but I mean, it's been, I think that's the you know, I hit them up every now and then. Nice. Um, but it's, uh, it's good, I think, once he starts his um, Salute First, so shout out to that Salute First, his uh, organization, I think, we'll probably be working a little bit more together. But, I think that's an important part to know that, you know, you have to be able to use the context that you have. You know, you can have these people and just to maintain that relationship, just be able to say, you know, you don't have to text me every day, but, you know, just every day, what's up, think about you, hope you're doing good, mm-hmm. thumbs up. <laughs> and then, that be, and I think that that goes a long way when um people do that, because if you just receive that out of nowhere for somebody that kind of makes you feel good like okay this person's thinking about me mm-hmm. and it's genuine so yeah you have to get out of your head when you do that because for me i'm like i bet they think i need something i bet they think i want something and then most yeah. times you don't you know, just say how you doing that's it. yeah see for me that would be the person that i would be randomly sending those instagram posts <laughs> because you know i just want to keep you in my repertoire and let you know yeah. that I'm still here oh. and if you need me contact me my DMs are open obviously so contact me alright are you going to stay for our wine with wine? sure I ain't got no wine but hey, All right, hey. hey. you got something yeah <laughs> Two, three, four, wine and with wine. Tell me your grievances, wine with wine, girls. What is on your mind? Tell me what's on your mind. We going first. Facts. <laughs> Let's talk about it. Okay. Oh, God. So, we got up. It ain't even the butt crack of the morning because it was still nighttime. I slept for like two hours, maybe. Mm-hmm. Got up. Got ready to go to the airport. Got to the airport. They tried to say my flight was delayed, but it was just pushed back 15 minutes. We got to Atlanta, my layover. Right? Mm-hmm. Meet up with Constance. Hey, girl. Hey. Been have, forever. Yes. Have a couple of mimosas. Get on this plane to get to Cola. And we in there, right? Right. So we get to the rental car station. So she gives us, um, she was like, oh, you can have three options. So I was like, oh, I ain't never been in a Volkswagen before. Let me try that. So, okay, we get in a Volkswagen. We driving. I drop my man off because he need to do some work. And then me and Constance, we out here. Okay? Mm-hmm. We remembering these Columbia streets. Yes, Aww, Lord. Okay? Me? No. No, because you was out there. In the, you was working. Doing your own thing. Your thug fizzle. Right. So we was like, oh, Constance, do you remember how to get here? And she was like, oh, I think so. We, you know, we reminiscing. We know we going, you know, to store to store, you know, chilling. 
And then I was like, Constance, this car is loud. <laughs> and at first, we really didn't hear it, okay? Because we were so concerned about the damn clock didn't work that was on military time that there was literally no way to change the setting. And I don't know why that aggravated us so much, but it did. Uh, but then after we just let that go and let God, we went back to pick EJ up. No, but oh, it was, hold on, on the way. First of all, the clock said it was 6 p.m., <laughs> but it was 12.30 p.m., okay? By the time we went to pick up EJ, it was damn 11 o'clock at night. The sun's out <laughs> via the car. It was 11 o'clock at night. So I'm driving this car. I'm like, Constance, this sounds like I got pipes in the back. Like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? I was like, yo, and it smells like old people. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> so we go pick up EJ, and I'm like, EJ, this car don't sound right. I was like, listen to this. He was like, we need, we need to take it back. I was like, all right. So we go and take it back. <laughs> well, I called the girl from the Alamo. I was like, here, I'm here. I'm here. I'm taking the, bringing this car back because it don't sound right, and I'm not driving this. So... They asked what the sound was. <laughs> I can't do it like EJ do it. <laughs> I can't do it like EJ do come it. to the mic and give the people a, a sound effect. Or something like that. Oh my god, that car sounded horrible. Yes, it was loud AF. I was like, this car should not be this loud. So we get the car, we take it back. She's like, oh no worries, we'll return it. They return the car. They give us an Ultima. So we go to put our stuff in the Altima, and we were like, mm, we can't fit the stuff in the Altima's truck, trunk like we could fit the Volkswagen. So the girl showed up. I guess she was on her lunch break. She was like, oh, okay, how do you, are you okay with the trade? I was like, mm, we can't fit our stuff in the car like we, we, we could with the Volkswagen. She's like, oh, so we could put you in something else. We have an Equinox. We have this Cherokee over here, and we have a Highlander. First of all, the Cherokee was a bright fucking orange. Like, it was like... Where the hell on. was I going to drive in a bright orange Jeep Cherokee? Fast. Right. <laughs> I can't cut nobody off in traffic because they going to follow me and curse me out. And the Equinox looked like it was a low rider. I felt like I was taller than the Equinox. Hurtful. So EJ was like, so we going to get this Highlander though? So I was like, okay, I guess, ma'am, we get the Highlander. So the dude pulled the Highlander around. He whip it around, the trunk up. We was like, oh, shit, we better get this Highlander. And then I go to open the back seat, and I was like, there's ants. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, how do you like the Highlander? We was like, they're ants. <laughs> they're ants in the car. So I popped the trunk. I was like, they're ants back here, too. But there wasn't a lot of ants. We just yeah. saw maybe like maybe five. I yeah. was like, well, I killed them. And they was like, oh, we got some spray. Apparently there's a problem in the garage where they're just ants. And he was like, nobody has done anything about it. We've complained about it, but nobody's done anything about it. Oh, we was like, okay, well, it don't matter. It's not a big deal. We'll just use your spray, spray these ants, and go on about our day. So while we're riding... To do our other excursions, because you know we got to get shit together for the weekend. Right. I hear Constance in the back going. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm playing the damn cymbals in the back. (laughs) What the hell is happening? She says, I'm killing ants. I mean, like I didn't have any spray. We had to let 
all of that go. And I just didn't know. I was like, where are they coming from? And I'm dozing in and out of sleep. And I'm like, oh, no, because if something crawls up in this hair, I ain't going to never find that bitch. I, I was just quite nervous. And then, and then after we went to go eat, we was both just on murder ant duty. <laughs> just like smacking all the whole way to the Airbnb. Right, it was like the holy moly donut shop on wheels <laughs> in that damn rental. So we got EJ while we was going to get our eyebrows snatched, literally. Yeah. Um, we got EJ to go and get us some Aunt Roach spray so he can spray the car. Once we got to that Airbnb and Constance opened the back door, Constance said, this is where they're coming from. I'll go back there and look. It's an ant parade. They got their own six. It's a metropolis back there. (laughs) In the car? All all outside the door. Like where you open it and where it closes, right there. And it was just uh, disgusting. (laughs) A whole ant metropolis in the car. And on the other side. On wheels. In the back. Yeah. Right, when we came back from eating, so what didn't register until I saw all those ants in the back? When we was coming back from eating, we got in the car, and I saw an ant crawling on the outside of the window of the car. And I was like, oh, okay, that's random. I was like, oh, we just so happened to have ants in the car, and there so happened to be one outside <laughs> my window. I was like, okay, whatever. And then later on, I saw another one. I was, I'm like, how the fuck are these ants get outside of the window? These ants are living in the car. I saw an ant go inside, this, come out the speaker hole, and go back. <laughs> I'm sitting there living in the doors. You have to take the entire car apart <laughs> and, and clear the infestation. Just throw the whole car away. Facts. I'm ready to just throw the whole motherfucker away. <laughs> Bruh, they, they, have, you all Bruh, they got cubby holes in the door. <laughs> you need all the money back for this damn car. <laughs> Hold on, what was it called in um like the little Mayan? They had the little um the little houses inside of the mountains and like ooh, they called them something like the ass something adobo adobos adobe adobe. Is that what they're called when it was inside of the... I don't know. I didn't have to teach that. I apologize. I didn't do world history. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but that sounds right. They had those in the car, door speakers. That's awful. Going in and out. I don't know what the hell they were selling. I don't know how they survived in the car. Because the car was clean. Now I'm concerned. Like, where's the queen? Still in there, too? Bruh. (laughs) Because it was definitely a metropolis up in there. They were like going, oh, got to go to work. You in my way. Right. <laughs> like, like, you murdered them all on the highway. I'm right. just wondering, are they right. going back to work right e- now? EJ was like, I think I got bit, but I ain't trying to kill us or let us get in an right. accident because right. I got bit. Brad, I looked at, I reached between EJ legs while he was driving and killed, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I had on high waist joggers, and I think the ant somehow crawled up my shirt up. Up the joggers and bit me right on the stomach. They said y'all in my territory. <laughs> oh, I appreciate it. At first they weren't biting us, but then after we came back from lunch, it was that sweet kikis and chicken and waffles. <laughs> chicken and waffles on us, and they say, "Bitch, this is a feast." <laughs> How dare you come here and taunt us all the ass and not give us nothing real? Ugh, I can't. Oh, the That's is coming out your pores. Oh. <laughs> So, Kanai, what you want to whine about? 
what you said this portion is about. Come on. Just, just literally anything that's bothering you. You ain't got to use names. Okay. Get your petty on parade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So y'all bought back Trump. All right. Let's go. I'm look. Mm. All right. Damn. Amtrak, I'm going to need y'all to get together. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever y'all got to do to clean these trees off the track. Please do it. That's it. Just clear the trees, please. Yeah. Clear the trees, please. <laughs> he gave his spiel earlier. He just needs y'all to get your shit together. Please. <laughs> and of all things, you can run into a tree, tree. on uh, the track. Not a car. Don't they have to do not- inspections or something? Like on the track? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's like, like the, the trucks they have the little um the track but they riders on the bottom of the and they just go up and down. I thought they weren't like oh. inspecting. The, yeah, yeah. Like, nobody else saw this tree until now. <laughs> they said, you know, they said for you to stop because trains can't. That's what the commercial is. So maybe it was going too fast to realize it was a tree in the road. Yeah. So Amtrak, if y'all watch it, please send a train before the train. Yeah, mm. send, a check, send a check train. Yeah, <laughs> I have another train on standby. <laughs> Well, my wine and my wine is uh, is fairly simple, but it's just like the irritation of, you know, I'm gonna say it this way because it's how I feel. When you have a black person that's in a supervisory uh, position and they feel like they gotta go above and beyond to make shit difficult for other people, like I hate yeah. it because. So we're I won't put the name of the bank out there, but like I'm trying to open a another banking account with for my business and every day the lady calls me she's like oh yeah now we need this oh yeah my supervisor says now we need that okay what's the list give me the full list so i can give you what you need so we can get this done like i don't understand what's the problem when i went to another bank a few days before and they took the documents opened the account and then there's no problem you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like and then it's a clear difference of you know who's at what location so i'm just like i don't understand What's, what's what's happening and I know we've all experienced it, like, mm-hmm. in different settings. Even if it's in, like, your job. Yeah, there's no pretty way to discuss it. Like, because no. <laughs> you want to be, like, pro-black and supportive of your people, but sometimes we just do the damn most. Right. They just ain't. They just... All skin folk ain't kin folk. They show enough ain't. That part. We know you're the super. You ain't got this. Right. It says yeah. it on your badge. Like, you got I, can it. It. We, <laughs> I can see it. I can see I respect the title. You got me an asshole, too. Right. And then I'm like, well, if you want to ask for all these extra documents, at least at least have a valid reason. Like, why make me fill out a five-page document and then turn around and ask for another document to confirm the same information I gave you on this first one? Make it make sense. Do it too much. Too much. Way too much. Team too much. And, and I'm trying to give you my money to hold. Like, don't you? Right. Right. She don't, they don't want it. They I started to be like, you know what? Just cancel it. I'll, I'll go to another branch and try to work with somebody else. Like, for real. I'm still contemplating. I told them I'll get back to them by Monday. <laughs> Maybe I'll feel differently. Oh, word. Mm-mm. I like too much hassle. Facts. Mm-mm. 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 Okay. Well. Are all hearts are clear? We are. All right. Well, we would like to thank our thanks for sticking with us. 
Yes. And this is being recorded 1 a.m. July 16th. So yeah, it's early. Hey, early. Early. Late early. <laughs> I don't know at this point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's a time, okay? Yes. We're making sacrifices for y'all. Mm-hmm. So it's listen. the same time that Passat had in that car. <laughs> My word. Stop. Well, we picked it up. <laughs> Well, we thank you so much for sticking around and helping us out and making this weekend a good weekend, great yes. weekend for us. Thank you. Whatever you need, if we're available. Got you. We got you. Thank for you. Sure. Let me give y'all y'all flowers while I'm here. Oh, thanks. Yeah, y'all are right. inspiration. Them. Oh, thanks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's worth two bouquets. Right. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. All right, well, if nobody has anything else to add, Mo, you can go ahead and take us out. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> that's, a, that's a sweet sound right there. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for joining us this week on Unestablished. Be sure to catch us every week. And don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on all podcast platforms. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, peace and love.